Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I help people create their dream life by asking powerful questions, better questions, through mind, balance, and wellness living. You'll get clear about what you really want by achieving emotional freedom and strengthening your relationships. Through my foundational coaching and 19-year certified financial planning background, I guide you through your circumstances, thoughts, and feelings and show you how to take actions that give you the results you want. Contact me today at mbwliving.com to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call. Hello and welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Werdeman, certified life, weight, and career coach and founder of Mind Balance and Wellness Living. What is happening, my friends? Oh my God, it's uh, February and that just seems crazy. I don't know where um, January went, <laughs> but uh, it definitely feels like February. Uh, it is currently minus 12 degrees when I am recording this up here um, in Massachusetts, and tomorrow it's supposed to be 45 <laughs> degrees. So yeah, there's that. Um, and I hope everybody's new year is off to a great start. Uh, 2023 is going to be amazing. Um, I probably mentioned this before, but 23 is my lucky number. It is my favorite number. Um, I was born on the 23rd of June, so uh, yeah, I feel like this is going to be just such an amazing year. So I hope you all have an amazing year too. I wanted to jump on here because as we do enter February, um, coming off of January, which is a month that a lot of people have so much motivation and so many great intentions and set New Year's resolutions. And without trying to be, you know, negative Nelly here, a lot of times those resolutions don't last, right? Like how many of you have started off the new year with a resolution? Maybe not this year, you know, it could be another new year. And your New Year's resolution just didn't last, I'm raising my hand because I have done that numerous times. Most people have, you know. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to talk to you all about how you can ditch those New Year's resolutions and start to create long-lasting positive habits that will last. And I do want to start by saying, too, that a lot of people will say to me, you know, I've tried this um, over and over again, like there's something wrong with me, like I just can't stick to this. And let me just tell you, if that sounds like some of the thoughts that you've had when you've tried to set out with the best intentions um, to create something, change something, whatever it may be, there is nothing wrong with you. You are normal and your brain is normal. And I'm going to go into a little bit of the science behind that, but Yes, let me just start off by saying there is nothing wrong with you. (laughs) And that's why I hope you continue to listen today because I will show you how to actually start to achieve those things that you may have tried before that didn't work or, you know, maybe try something new. And so to kind of give you a quick summary as to why most resolutions are hard to stick to and don't last, One of them is because at the beginning of the year, a lot of times we start off with a lot of motivation and we have a lot of willpower. And those are emotions. 
So a motiva- motivation is just a feeling, right? And like willpower is also using a feeling. Feelings and emotions do not last. So if you are waiting to get motivated or <laughs> you've kind of like used your willpower for so long, they just don't last. So again, like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how things operate. You know, so we're, I'm going to teach you how to not rely on just motivation and willpower. And the second thing is people focus on the outcome versus the process. And what do I mean by that? Let's say, for example, you are trying to lose weight and your goal is to get to a certain number on that scale. And every day or every week or however often you weigh yourself, you're so focused on the number on the scale and getting to the outcome that you're not looking internally at the process that you're, you know, you're taking to get there. Um, And I'll go into that further. But a lot of times, yeah, we're just so focused on the actual process, uh, excuse me, the outcome versus the process that we have a tendency to give up when we're not seeing those results. And as somebody who lacks um, patience (laughs) sometimes, I totally get it. So yeah, so focusing on the outcome versus the process, that's another reason why resolutions don't last. And the other one I think is we often try to change stuff too much too soon, right? Like it's sometimes, let's say, for example, again, I'll just use the weight because that's um, a huge one for New Year's. But if all of a sudden you say, okay, January 1st, I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to cut out carbs. I'm going to cut out alcohol. I'm going to cut out, you know, dairy, whatever it is. If you try to change too much too soon, that is not going to last, my friends. (laughs) And the good news is I can show you how to make changes but it's not going to be by doing too much too soon. So yeah, this podcast today, I just want to show you how you can get results by creating habits that will last. And we all have habits that we do each day and every day that, you know, some we aren't even aware of. Some are good, some are bad. So my intention here is to help you create positive habits over time to help you create a result that you do after, um, that doesn't even, you're subconsciously doing it, like some of those habits that we do have. So what I want to do is we're not going to focus on like huge action steps today. We are going to focus on starting very, very small, and you'll see why um, along the way. So (laughs) I heard this... um, this saying, and it's from BJ Fogg, and he is the author of Tiny Habits. Such a great book. I read it years ago. And as a coach and going through lots of different certifications for that, like you hear a lot of like, yeah, you got to take massive action. And yes, sometimes you do. But for habits to start to form, the best way to create them is to start small. And he always says, small may not sound sexy, but it's successful and it is sustainable. If you create or change in a positive way 1% every day, so if 1%, you show up 1% better every day in one year, your result at the end of the year is 37% 
in the more positive direction. It can go the opposite too. Like if you show up in a negative way 1% every day. But think about that. Just by changing something 1% every day by the end of the year, again, remember the patience, you're going to be 37% in the right direction towards whatever it is that you want to achieve. And a lot of us like to, you know, we like to see results immediately or pretty quickly. And when we don't, we think things aren't working. That's when you lose the motivation or your confidence in reaching the result that you're after. So we stop trying. And that's when we're trying to change too much too soon. And we're trying to change um, things that really just don't jive with our lifestyle. Now, I'm not saying that in order to create a new result, yes, changes are going to have to be part of it. But it's important when you set out to create a result, which requires some change, you design this habit or behavior that fits into your lifestyle. The behavior, one, has to be attractive to you. So for example, if the behavior is working out more, but you despise going to the gym, joining a gym probably isn't the best way for you to incorporate more exercise into your daily routine. Like, not saying down the road you can't join a gym, that's, you know, that's not it. But you want to make something that is attractive to you. Um, maybe it's dancing. I remember during COVID um, when all the gyms were closed and all that stuff. And I knew I needed to get my exercise in. YouTube, God bless them, because they have everything. Um, I used to do like country line dancing. <laughs> I think that was through Beachbody. But yeah, like even if it's like YouTube has like walking videos. Like so if you wanted to start just with walking, um, you could go on YouTube or, you know, with a family member or friend. But my point here is you have to find something that is attractive to you versus signing up for the gym that you actually despise going to. And next, you want to make it easy. And when I say easy, I don't mean necessarily physically easy. You don't want to have something that is going to take a ton of steps in order to get it done. So going to use this example for exercise. Let's say um, it's going to walk four days a week with a friend. Well, if this friend lives a bit of a distance away from you and you need to stop at home first after work to change, then get back in your car and drive over to their house to walk um, and then maybe get like dinner taken care of and you have kids stuff, that's a lot of steps. Um, And chances are maybe you'll do it a few times, but then it's just going to seem too daunting. So the idea, you have something that's attractive to you and you make it. Um, as easy as possible to actually take that action. So maybe in terms of the walking, maybe at lunchtime when you're going to be outside or doing something, you just keep your sneakers on and then you start to walk. Um, But I think, you know, there's all sorts of different examples for that, but you get it. Like you have to really make it easy to do, easy to complete. And then the third thing is reward yourself when you do this. Like, say, you know, when I go for X amount of walks or I walk X amount of miles, I'm going to reward myself with this new pair of sneakers that I've been eyeing. Um, 
And then even after you've done that, like, let's say that first walk, reward yourself. Like, do a happy dance. (laughs) It sounds silly, but our brains love rewards, right? It's the reason why sometimes if we're sad or we're angry or we're not feeling um, a positive emotion, we reach for something that's going to give us a quick reward, Maybe it's a drink, maybe it's a cupcake, cookie, whatever that is. So every time you do something towards the goal that you set out to do, um, reward yourself, literally, just with anything, pat on the back, whatever. And then have a a longer term goal. Like I said, like the sneakers in this situation could be um, a good example. And... Uh, The author of Atomic Habits, James Clear, he says, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are the best for making progress. So if you recall at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned one of the reasons why resolutions don't last sometimes is because we focus too much on the result and not the process. So as a coach, I am all for goals. You know, in fact, clients and I will set um, what's called SMART goals together all the time. They're specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, they're realistic, (laughs) and they're timely. And with the new year, it's a perfect time that we all try to set new goals and start a new year fresh, fresh, which is awesome. But again, a lot of times we're so focused on that result that you can lose sight on the behaviors or the habits that are required to develop to reach that goal. So that's really when the uncertainty and the lack of confidence comes in, which oftentimes leads to giving up. So for for instance, like I hear people say frequently that they've tried so many times to lose weight and they can't or they can't keep it off, or they're struggling, not reaching their maybe business goal or relationship goal or whatever that may be. And it's because they're focusing on um, what it is that they're trying to achieve versus the steps that they're taking. So like if you think about that scale um, example, and for anybody that has tried to lose weight, um, I know I have been there before. If you get on that scale and you don't see a change and um, maybe you've even gained a pound, you're like, what the heck? Like this week, like I ate well, I exercised, you know, I drank lots of water, but that scale hasn't moved and it's only gone up. And maybe this happens for, you know, a couple weeks and our bodies will do that to us, um, especially, you know, as we get older, sometimes we change. Like that can be really frustrating to someone um, and lead lead somebody to say, what's the point? Like, I give up. And again, I'm not, I don't mean to just harp on weight loss. It just happens to be like the new year. And that's, that's usually kind of a big one. But if you think about it, when somebody gives up in this scenario, it's because they're so focused on what that scale says versus looking at all of the processes that they're taking in order to change that number on the scale. So, if you have been eating well or you have been exercising and drinking lots of water, those are some things that you can, over the course of the time and when you do them, celebrate the small wins. Like celebrate however many glasses of water you drank that day or the walk you took or the workout that you did. Um, Rather than being upset that 
the number on the scale isn't what you thought. Like start to celebrate those small steps in the right direction. And the reason I say that, and this is this is scientifically proven, our brains are designed to desire rewards, to get that dopamine hit. So the more often we celebrate and reward ourselves, the more we keep moving forward. And like I said before, a celebration literally can be as simple as like a high five in the mirror to yourself, a pat on the back, doing the happy dance, like, woohoo, I'm awesome. Um, it's funny, my dog's looking at me. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Um, I'm doing a little happy dance. But yeah, little things that make you feel good are going to keep you moving forward and keep your confidence level up that you will, in fact, achieve what it is that you want. So what I do typically with clients is, okay, let's say that they have a particular outcome that they want to reach. We put that outcome, um, think of it as like a big circle on a piece of paper. We put that outcome there. And then all around this circle, what we do is we brainstorm and we say, okay, how many different behaviors or habits would get you that outcome. And it could be something that seems totally out in left field that they wouldn't think about doing, but um, it would be something that would drive that outcome. So the idea is to really brainstorm like all of the different things that you could adapt in your life that would help you get towards that outcome. So maybe it is a health and wellness goal. Um, a stronger relationship with a loved one, a career goal, whatever it is, have that specific outcome you desire. And this doesn't mean that maybe, you know, maybe it will change. But this is where it's a great place to get started. So then when you start to brainstorm and you list all the behaviors and habits that could lead to the said outcome, the more the merrier, by the way, like literally take a good, um, good amount of time to really brainstorm um, here. But anyway, so once you have like this whole big list to choose from, you want to now, we're going to start and we're going to pick one that fits into your lifestyle. So we're going to look at something that is attractive to you, something that is easy for you to do. And again, I don't mean easy in the way of... um, picking up a one pound weight, like easy in terms of the amount of steps it's going to take for you to actually do this. And then we're going to break this down, this just one of these, let's say you have 10 different things that you've listed. We're starting with one. When you have this one that is most attractive and easy for you to start practicing, we break it down. And why do we break it down? We break it down in the smallest possible step we can. And the reason is, if you have something that is hard to do, so maybe it has a ton of different steps that you'd have to do in order to take that action, you're going to have to be highly motivated in order to take that particular action. And that may last. Again, motivation is um, an emotion. So yes, maybe you will feel it for a while. Maybe you'll feel it for a day, two days, three days, a week. Um, God bless you if you feel it for a month. But 
if it's something that is hard to do, you are not going to continue to do that. And again, I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's just, this is why um, a lot of times if we try something that's too hard and we lose motivation, chances are when that motivation like is not there, you're not going to take that, um, you're not going to take that action. But the contrary, if you have something that is very easy to do and you have maybe some motivation one day, maybe not so much the next day, because it's easy to do, chances are you're going to continue to do it. So um, I like to use the example, let's think about running. Okay, so maybe you want to become a runner or you want to set yourself up to do a 5K or a 10K or whatever that may be. And you say, okay, January 1st, I'm going to start to run a mile a day. Well, maybe you haven't run more than like 100 yards in like the past couple years or uh, 200 yards or you know what I mean. You're going to need some serious motivation to complete this mile a day, right? So my guess is unless a tiger's running after you, (laughs) that could be some motivation. Like you wouldn't necessarily be running a mile a day because one, you're not used to it. So there's the too much too soon. And it's not really realistic. But if you were to say, you know what? What if I said to myself, um, I want to be a runner. I want to get more fit. January 1st, you decide you're going to put on your sneakers and run to the end of the driveway or to the end of your street. I know this sounds so easy and you're like, come on, literally the end of my street. (laughs) But like really, like if you're not motivated and you just put on your sneakers and you go to the end of your driveway or the end of your street, chances are you're going to keep going. And if you have a ton of motivation that day, like think Forrest Gump, like I was running. That was just, that was terrible. (laughs) I just said, (laughs) no, but I think you know what I mean. So just by putting on your sneakers and saying, you know what? I'm going to go to the end of my driveway today, or I'm going to go to the end of the street, or I'm going to go to, I don't know, the street next to me. It's fairly easy to do, right? And you're pretty confident you can at least get to your, like the end of your driveway. And when you do that, a lot of times you just keep going and you don't have to. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying, but the pressure isn't there. So let's think about some examples of starting small. So that that's a running one. But let's say one of your goals is to drink eight glasses of water a day. And you typically don't really drink much water at all. Start with a glass of water. Don't say like, okay, I'm going to start to drink eight glasses of water starting January 1st when you're not used to drinking a ton of water. Start with one glass a day and make that your goal. Um, 10,000 steps a day, that's usually pretty average of what people try to get in um, on a daily basis. Well, if that's one of your goals and you sit all day in an office and you have a long commute, why don't you start with a thousand steps a day, right? Um, If you want to read more books... Begin with a page a day, Um, thinking business-wise, like maybe you want to start to email 10 prospects a week. Start with one. And I know this sounds really small, 
But when you can accomplish these small behaviors, that's when you start to gain a lot of confidence and momentum. Because you're like, look at me, I, I drank a glass of water. And the more we do that and the more we celebrate ourselves for doing that, then the more action you are, um, you're apt to take and the bigger things will start to grow um, naturally too as you go through this process. Um, and Carl Jung um, says he loves to talk about behavior and everything and he's, he's a super cool dude if you, um, if you have not heard of him. Um, he says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So I mentioned earlier that um, habits, we have some that are subconscious, we have some that are conscious. So like when you're brushing your teeth, you might be doing something else, um, like walking around or cleaning or making your bed or whatever. You're not sitting there really thinking about each tooth that you're brushing, right? Or maybe you are, I don't know, but most of us aren't. It's because you've done this so many times that this is a particular habit that you don't even have to necessarily think about. So the cool thing is when you want to create a new habit, you want to start by first bringing all of your habits that are subconscious and conscious to your conscious. (laughs) I'll repeat that. So you want to be aware of your current habits. So all the ones that you have on a daily basis that you consciously do or you subconsciously do, you want to bring that out into awareness. And how you can do this, this is a really cool way, is you keep a list of everything you do for a few days. Like every little thing that you do, make a list. And then you can put a plus, a minus, or a neutral next to it. So the plus would be, this is a positive habit that I do every day. The minus sign is a negative habit. Like maybe it's spending a random hour scrolling through Facebook. Like is that really um, a positive habit or is that a negative habit? So then if there's a habit that you do that's just neutral, um, just to be aware um, of this in all of these habits, one can actually, so it's a great way to create new ones. It can also help you understand and change negative behaviors, which that's going to be a completely different podcast, but this is a great way to do that. So for today's podcast, when we are looking to create long lasting positive changes, we want to get to the point where they become automatic. Something that we do without the need to really think about it. And that will come from repetition. So being aware of your current habits is step one. The next step is what um, is referred to as habit stacking. And what is habit stacking? So you take an existing habit that you have and you add on to it that very small behavior we previously identified that will get to you to your result. So let's see. So I'll give you kind of a couple of examples. So first you want to start off after I, and you insert existing behavior, I will insert new behavior. So after I turn on my coffee pot, I will drink a glass of water. 
after I open my eyes in the morning, I will say, today is going to be a great day. After I turn on the shower, I will look in the mirror and say one nice thing about myself. So if you look at these three different examples. So after I turn on my coffee pot, I will drink a glass of water. If this is, if somebody's goal and result is to drink more water for health reasons, how easy is it to drink a glass of water after you turn on your coffee pot? If you're turning on your coffee pot is already a habit you already do. So this is where the steps um, or the idea of being very easy to do comes in. After I open my eyes in the morning, I will say today is going to be a great day. God willing, you open your eyes every morning, right? So if you're already doing that, then today's going to be a great day. That literally takes five seconds to say. Um, and you do. Like you want to keep this new behavior. I know I've said small a thousand times, but keep it short. Like something maybe under 30 seconds. Um, if you're trying to work on your confidence level, if after I turn on the shower, which is something hopefully you do um, already, but if you turn on the shower, you're already in the bathroom, the shower's going, you're waiting for it to heat up, you just turn in the mirror and say one nice thing about yourself. So do you see how these are easy to do? You're habit stacking them on top of something you already do because the more you do this, the more, again, the more repetition the more habits, the more confidence um, is going to grow. And that's when long-lasting change happens. And I'll just kind of, um, I've been talking for a while, but I just want you to remember, like one of the most important parts about this whole situation is being patient. And I know I mentioned that at the beginning. And as somebody who is not very patient, although I have been getting much better um, in certain aspects, but you're all these little tiny habits, you are planting little tiny seeds that will take time, love, and nurturing to grow. Like think about everything in this world started off small, right? Like everything in life started off small and it grows with time, love, and nurturing. So Make sure to be very patient. Um, and again, that 1% a day is going to get you to a 37% um, step in the right direction by the end of the year. And you got this. I know you do. And wherever you're listening from, I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye. <laughs>